0: I'm Des, And I'm Jay. And welcome to your weekly dose of Savage Reality.
1: Hello, sister. Hello, sister. What's up today?
2: Not a hell lot. I um, got up. I twisted my hair. Then I went to press. They have a pressed out here. Oh,
0: That place we found in California. Oh, that was so good.
2: So good. So I went there and got some breakfast. And then I was like, I've been needing to go to Cambridge Naturals. But Cambridge Naturals is in Cambridge. Hence the name. Which, (laughs) just depending on traffic. I mean, without traffic, it's only like 30 minutes. But with traffic, up to an hour. So when i got to press, which is like right by fenway um it was only like 15 more minutes to cambridge so i was like well i might as well go ahead and do it now and surprisingly there wasn't a lot of traffic on the road i was shocked um because it's a nice day out but i guess maybe it's early and people aren't doing
1: stuff i don't know but yeah so yeah it's nice all. yep what about you well
0: this week was really long i don't know why it just felt like I could really feel each and every single day. Really? Yeah. I don't know what was going on, but I was very over it. Also, maybe it's just because I know I was off this upcoming Monday. Mm-hmm. So I think my body was just like, I'm going to make you really feel tired. And like tonight or yesterday, I went to bed like the same time I normally do. And I didn't get up until like almost nine o'clock this morning.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know, that's something I hate about people in Boston is the way they say yesterday.
1: How do they say yesterday?
2: Exactly. It's like yesterday. Yeah, yes. I don't. Even, I can't even say it. <laughs> I can't even say it how they say it. But it's like obviously they don't pronounce their R's up here.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's
2: yes. Yesterday, yesterday. It's so weird. It's very strange. <laughs> you would think it was one syllable. <laughs> 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 no, and it's like also are your teachers did y'all's teachers teach y'all to pronounce words that way no like, but did they like how did how did how do all these people say yesterday like yesterday
0: it's like i if i ever wanted to go back to school which i don't but if i did i would love to study how accents develop because yeah you don't get taught them you just hear them and you like subconsciously adapt your voice to them
2: So even if your teacher said yesterday,
0: Mm -hmm, you're still going to. Everybody
2: else says yesterday, so it must Mm -hmm. be yesterday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you're only around your teacher so much.
1: True, it's true.
0: Yeah. Wild, very, very wild. But that is interesting. I've never really thought about it like that. But I always wondered, like, you know, why people from the South have all these different, like, accents, but it's not all like one Mm. Similar thing. Like even across states, people don't sound the same down here. But I feel like right. up there, everyone it's sounds all, the same. It's all yesterday. And
2: it's not just <laughs> 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 I was to go pick up this bench from Facebook Marketplace.
1: Mm-hmm. It was
2: like what would be considered, I guess, rural rural, a very rural area, like out in the country. And um we were trying to maneuver this bench into my car because it's six feet long, which was fine. But we didn't account for the legs going in the trunk. And my trunk, for some, it's just shaped really weird. So it was hard to get the legs in there. But we figured it out. So I was telling his wife before he came outside that we had just moved to Boston or whatever. So when her husband came out, he was like, oh, where are you from? And I was like, Kentucky. And he was like, you don't sound like you have a Kentucky accent. I was like, thank God for that. Like people who talk like they're from the South, I feel so sorry for them. Mm-hmm. It's not cute, it's not cute <laughs> Well, you know, Britney's is kind of cute, but it's just like, I don't know. if Who is Britney? From Van For Rules.
0: Oh, oh, oh.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I could listen to that all day, every day. I don't know if that could be me. It just sounds so unintelligent. Is that a word?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it sounds unintelligent. I think that's how society wants us to think about it, because they think people from the South are more unintelligent. But I don't think that like, to me, I just think it sounds like. Home. It sounds comforting.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Ew, I don't.
0: Yeah, I have like one student who I'm working with this year and she's from Mississippi and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so excited to talk to her every time I talk to her. It's just wonderful. I like hearing it. I'd rather hear her than Tom Sandoval.
2: But no, it is unintelligent, right? No. no. But if you think about think about the way that people from the South speak, Okay, maybe it's just they don't have a wide back vocabulary. Mm, I, I, don't I don't
1: even know if that that's what it thats is. That is
2: I, that's been my experience, okay? Two years from
0: Oxford, people. Oh, well, I mean, I guess. Yeah. But that could also just be Oxford. No, so I'm
2: not like, about to say, not even just people in Oxford, people who are not from Oxford, but from other parts of Mississippi. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, no wonder you all are like 49th out of 50 when it comes to education.
0: But that's a result of their system. It's not like they chose. Right. I know. I
2: know. So it's it's not their fault. I get it. But also, just because people don't have a wide range of vocabulary doesn't mean they sound, well, doesn't mean they sound all intelligent, though. No, because do
0: you know, know how many people, like, there are words that I use frequently that people don't know what they mean. Well, and Kentucky is not leading any fucking educational, like, records here in, the, like, states. So uh, I think okay. it just really depends on, like, your access to education and, like, Retention of that because there may have been a time that they had more, but that they just like didn't keep it in their brain because they didn't need it. Hmm. Like there's a lot of stuff that I learned, like geometry, for example. I could not tell you shit about geometry anymore, but like there was a time when I knew it.
2: I saw that on Instagram the other day. It was like, you know what? I'm so glad that we spent so much time studying parallelograms because it's really helping during this parallelogram season. Mm-hmm. Talking about like taxes, yeah. It was like instead of filing, instead of learning how to file my taxes, I learned about parallelograms. Exactly, doing not shit for me. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. But we were supposed yeah. to know. I don't know what the fuck a parallelogram
1: is anymore.
2: Me either. I probably didn't know when I was supposed to know.
1: So yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: There's that for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Okay. How did we get there, Axel? Mm. Yeah. You said
1: word yesterday. Yesterday,
2: and that's <laughs> what that's what triggered it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: But anyway, so moving into this week's episode, episode two of season 11, what were your initial thoughts?
2: My initial thoughts were Tom could have stayed in New Zealand, right? Switzerland or wherever he was at.
0: He was in New Zealand.
2: You know, it's a shame that like what happened to Brittany Griner didn't happen to Tom Sandoval.
0: Mm, it would never have happened to him. Before. How poetic
2: would that have been?
0: It would have
2: been great yeah great and then it would just been like ah you know what i didn't leave him over there <laughs> um, <laughs> we can really just continue on with um you know our typical programming um yeah so yes tom could have stayed away um his presence in this episode was literally just like why
1: mm-hmm. i would
2: have actually rather raquel have come back and tom to have been like you know what which this would have never happened but right tom to have stepped away mm. Yeah, the show, show that would have been without him. Yeah. <laughs> um, also a big thought for this episode was like, okay, Schwartz,
1: let mm-hmm. your balls drop
2: like two inches lower from where they've been sitting. Love that for you. <laughs> um, but then I also listened to the biofiles. <clears> and <throat> then I also watched the after show and I'm like, oh yeah yes, well, his balls shriveled back up. <laughs> right.
0: Just kidding. Just kidding. Right. You just can't ever root for these people long term. Yeah, no. Except Ariana, it seems.
2: Truly. Well, and Kralala always. No. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But what about you?
0: So my like main thought like categories were about the whole Tom and Ariana Lemon situation. And then Ariana just separately and her Mm -hmm. petty era, which I'm so for. For sure. And then the relationship of the Toms and then Sandoval just, and then Sheena, because, you know, can't get Sheena. through one episode without Sheena,
1: True, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, granted, I will say there were more times in this episode that I was empathizing with Sheena than I typically would have been. And so yeah. I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah. But I think kind of as I'm, as I'm looking at it, when I look at where Ariana is, as she's kind of like, Talking to people throughout this episode and telling us like more about her relationship with Dan and just kind of like where her headspace is at. The fact that she said she would consider having kids now because she is with someone who she could see being like an equal partner or someone who's willing to take on more of the work on a given day than when she, than what she's capacity for that day. That was crazy.
2: That was wild. Um, also, I don't think it, it was in that same conversation. The fact that Dan—I know black don't crack, but my niggas—yeah, Dan to be turning forty, mm-hmm. what? Oh, he looks good as fuck. He does. Like I was thinking, this dude was in his late twenties.
0: I didn't actually think about how old he was. I think in my mind, I just put him in my in his thirties. But to know that he is forty, like compare yeah. his forty to Tom Sandoval's forty
1: or <laughs> right. Jackson's forty, pain. like That's it's pain. so crazy. <laughs>
2: Right. Extremely.
0: But I think that he seems to be, again, from what I see on this little bit, he's been on the show thus far and on social media, he seems to be what she needs. Yeah. And I'm here for it. I just hope that like Lala said, it's not like there's no other motives there. Mm -hmm. And I get that like we would be suspicious of anybody being with her after such a huge... Situation has come out, but it could have just been the right time, right place, right dude for her.
2: Could have been. I hope so. We definitely hope so.
0: And then when I look at Sandoval on the other side of it, I just, I always knew he was dumb. Like when we, when it's whatever season it is, maybe season four, where him and Tom Schwartz are talking about wanting to be. More involved with like Lisa's alcohol brand. And to-
2: <laughs> that was so. That was
0: yeah. That's and they shit. go to try to pitch it. Yeah. It's it was just so for y'all who've never seen it. Basically, and I don't even know where they came up with this idea. Swar- Schwartz and Sandoval want to become more involved with Lisa's alcohol brand at the time, and so they come to her house, and Pandora's there, and I can't remember if Jason Pandora's husband is there or not, but. They start talking about how, because Tom is from St. Louis, he could like promote the brand in St. Louis and all this other stuff. Schwartz kind of like starts to get in there, but then Sandoval's like, actually, no, what he's saying doesn't make sense. Like, just let me do the talking. But Sandoval sounds like a fucking idiot anytime he puts a sentence together. And then Pandora's like, okay, it's cute and all that you wanna like do stuff for us in St. Louis, but we're talking about like global. We're talking about worldwide growth and you're talking about little pubs and clubs in St. Louis, I think is what she
3: said.
2: Because I was like, is St. Louis considered like a tourist attraction for America? No. Like, like, let me come to America to go to St. Louis. I don't know why he thought that that was like a a point of like, oh, yeah, definitely sign us the fuck up for St. Louis.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't either. It
1: was really, really wild. But, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think Tom too. Like, and ju- it's the juxtaposition Ariana, just like where he's at, mm-hmm. to her is literally night and day. Yeah. And also, I was thinking about Tom. Like, Tom has friends right now. Like R. Kelly had friends before he lost all of his money. Ooh. Like R. Kelly had friends, quote unquote, and a team, quote unquote, because he was getting, they were getting paid. Yeah. So like. Tom, you have like you keep pumping up Jason. Okay, J- you pay Jason to be around. Right. These are the people who are choosing to be there. They're choosing to get a paycheck.
0: So other than Billy Lee, who they dragged Wait, from sure. I don't know where she came from, but
2: from the but- depths of fucking hell. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? So then it makes me wonder and Jocelyn and I talked about this earlier in the week. Is there validity to him and Billy Lee having fucked around? Maybe. You know, maybe I can maybe. see it. I, I 1000% can see it, which is just like, Tom, you're, you're fucking disgusting. Um, But yeah, I'm like, yeah, you have friends because you're paying these people to be a part of your life. They're not your actual friends. Like if you were to stop paying them, if your band was to stop providing money for these people's lifestyles, I would be very interested to know if they were still be
0: around. No, hell, even am his assistant who he paid is still not his assistant anymore she's right. now T Mariana. that's yeah. hilarious and i was just listening to morally corrupt before this and mm-hmm. they were talking about how she actually has a podcast and does i listen to it did you mm-hmm. oh well that's i can't wait news. to hear more well, about there weren't
2: it. that many notes but still yeah uh, because i think the first episode of the podcast um was while she was still tom's assistant. Mm. So it was like, she was just like, if you got, if you hear me agreeing to things, just like, "Mm, mm, mm." like she's like, like, I can't say things to an extent and then her and the other. So the, the chick that she does the podcast with is also an assistant for someone high profile. So she's like, we're looking for attorneys to figure out just to what extent we can talk about certain situations without getting sued. Yeah. So I think we'll learn more once they get that piece put together. Um, but yeah and you know I saw too that I don't know how true this is or not but that Ariana has asked Anne to be her assistant
0: <laughs> see the level That's the great. level of petty it knows no boundaries like the limit does not exist for Ariana Maddox and oh, I goodness. fucking love it yeah. I love it I love, love her it. yeah. it's amazing it's just amazing. amazing Yeah. but yeah I think that back to the Tom Sandoval of it all the way that he deflects And tries to manipulate people. It was crazy. And it's so crazy that he's so good at it to an extent that people can't see it. And that's so scary because obviously it's easy to see from the outside now that we know what we're looking for and knowing that he's capable of doing the stuff that he's done. But even before, there were always like little hints of like, this doesn't exactly sound quite right. Mm
1: -hmm. And so
0: I think that now that it's all come out, He doesn't have any more tricks up his sleeve. It's very much like he's been exposed and there's nothing that he can do to be back in anyone's good graces, like probably ever.
2: Correct. And like, that takes me to what you're saying about him being so manipulative. When you are friends with someone like that for so long, like you're saying, we can see it from the outside, obviously, because we know what we're looking for. But when that person has been your friend. Mm -hmm and you've relied on that person like family and you spent so much time with that person,
1: mm-hmm. you,
2: you can't see it because you're too close to the situation. Yeah. And it takes me to the, the, the part of this episode where Tom and Tom are sitting down for brunch or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then even going into that conversation, he bought Tom a, a pair of his favorite running shoes. Mm-hmm. It's just that right, that right there alone is a way to manipulate the conversation and like, yeah to get the outcome that he's looking for like he's showering you with presents hoping that he can just buy your loyalty back and we could just breeze over the fact that he said Mm -hmm. fuck you in the bar while he went out touring and -hmm. then in that conversation when tom is like so are you gonna stick by me through this Mm. what the fuck is that
0: right right and then when he said that he felt betrayed by schwartz going on jackson's podcast are you fucking kidding me and like Why are you so focused about what Schwartz is saying on a podcast? Everyone in America hates you for what you did. Okay, Tom or Schwartz has an opinion about it.
1: Mm -hmm. Obviously,
0: he has an opinion about it. And he wasn't even saying anything that crazy. If you want to be real, he really wasn't. But like, yet again, if someone's not like ride or die for you and publicly defending you, then you feel like they're not on your side. And that's just insane. And I agree with Schwartz that he should have that sandoval could have done more to save the restaurant or to help it out and i was like i get that like they told you to take a step back but just like schwartz said if that had been me i would have been doing x y and z i would have been irate if someone who was my best friend of however many years two decades as they always like to claim someone i now have a second business with and also i have this tom tom brand with who's supposed to be my best friend Just lays me high and dry because they want to, like he said, go live out his rock star dreams. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. And it's also like, he didn't, I feel like he didn't do more to be like, come up with suggestions and stuff. Like Schwartz was telling him, like, you should have, could have put in more of an effort. I feel like he wasn't doing that because then because of what it sounds like the business partners were feeling at that time, he wouldn't Mm -hmm. have been shout from the mountaintops. Look what I've done. Like he wasn't going to get any recognition from doing anything, Mm -hmm. let alone doing the most. So, and we know he's the type of person he does everything for a round of a fucking applause. So if if there's no benefit in it, besides just getting down on his knees and groveling Mm -hmm. to be back, he's not going to humble himself enough to do that shit. He's Mm -hmm. a narcissist. As Lala was saying.
3: Mm -hmm. Exactly.
0: And the fact that Schwartz, like you said before, is finally standing up for himself. Thank goodness, at least at this moment. Because also, I think Schwartz finally understands that like Sandoval doesn't give a fuck about anybody, but Sandoval, like he doesn't care about Rachel, who I didn't even realize at this point, they still had a thing. Yeah. That's fucking weird. I didn't realize I didn't know the timeline of like when it all fell apart. So I'm sure we'll see that because I know that like later in the season we see him starting to date other people. But Mm. like I just miss her so much and I love her and I can't wait to see her. Blah, blah, blah. No, that's fucking bullshit, Tom.
2: One thousand percent. He was doing that as Raquel, has Rachel Raquel, whatever. What homegirl has come to realize now through mm-hmm. technology and what all of us have known since the very beginning of Vanderpump Rules, saw, saw Tom mm-hmm. likes to self-produce.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So him sitting here pretending like he's still so madly in love with Rachel is a way to hopefully gain sympathy in this, in his world that's full of hate because mm-hmm. if he truly loves her and wants to build a life with her. Then maybe people will go easier on him. And I think for Rachel to clock that, mm-hmm. it that be one of the reasons for her not to come back. That was smart because Super. she had said in her podcast, I know I'm not mentally tough enough to walk back into that environment, mm-hmm. get attacked by everybody and not want to run to Tom. Sure. And I'm like, 100%. yeah, that, that is fair. That mm-hmm. is fair. Yeah, It's all, it was all a ploy. So you could have a storyline come yeah. season 11, be the center of attention mm-hmm. and that it blew up in your face. Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure out a way to make yourself the victim of the yeah. season.
0: It's exactly. 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 And then, so how do you feel about Tom and Ariana still living together? What is your opinion about it?
2: I think it's fucking wild. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Lala makes the comment that Tom, he, she thinks Tom is getting off on Ariana being there and hit mm-hmm. and making her life miserable. I don't think that's the case. I really think Tom just wants Ariana to go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Ariana's like, I know you want me to go away, and that's exactly why I'm not.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So listen,
2: I probably couldn't do it. Yeah. Fucking props to Ariana for sticking that shit out because that, mm-hmm. on top of him not being able to go literally anywhere without seeing your success Mm -hmm. him is the best revenge that any of us could have asked for.
0: Yeah. No, totally. I agree. I could also not do that. (laughs) But like Ariana said, he's the one that fucked up. So he should be the one to leave. And like he was saying on the Vile Files podcast, I think, and maybe he said Mm -hmm. during this episode too, about how, you know, like, when people break up, someone always gets the house. Yeah, sure. Tom, typically the person who didn't fuck up in the situation (laughs) is the one that gets the house. So like, if anything, it should just be that Ariana can keep it and do whatever she wants with it. But if she wants to sell it and get the money that she's invested back from it, then she should be able to do that. And then learning that she co-signed that HELOC loan for him. Like I think we see in the after show that what does that
1: mean? So that's a
0: home equity line of credit. Meaning mm-hmm. that like you are borrowing against the equity that you have in your home to take that money out and be able to do other things with it. So like, let's say for example, that since they bought this house, their house has appreciated like $500,000 in value. Yeah. They could take out a loan based on that equity. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, the fact that I understand that's crazy. But, and so you know, then what? Home ownership. So- but Now if they're trying
2: to sell it. What does that mean?
0: That I don't know. Oh. But I think that- that is what is partially complicating the situation for her and why she doesn't want to just leave. Because if she has co-signed this loan, it's a loan. So, like, I think it has to be paid back.
1: Mm, But
2: faults on the loan that's hitting, that's dinging her credit as well. Exactly. Got it. And now Mm -hmm. she's got a business too. So like Mm -hmm. financials does not make sense for her.
1: Mm -mm.
0: Not at all.
2: And there's probably. Go ahead. Sorry. Is there a way that she can get off of that loan
0: I don't know I don't think so but I don't know damn right that's crazy right so that's why and I know we talk about this during the after show too but like when everyone's like I would just leave the house and blah 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 blah. like no she shouldn't just leave the house because anything and I don't know if it's the exact same way in California as it is in Florida but I know that like on The Real Housewives Miami Lisa Hochstein is currently going through this situation where she's trying to fight for the house, even though she signed a prenup. And I don't know why she thinks she's going to get it, but she might, whatever. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: her leaving the home reduces like the likelihood of her claim to the house.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: like, yeah, if I also own this home, I'm not just leaving it. Yeah. Regardless of like, whether or not it's uncomfortable, it's Mm -hmm. clearly big enough that it's not that uncomfortable. Right. So yeah but i thought the whole situation about like when he wanted to have the party and her saying well like if he does i'm gonna call the cops (laughs) yeah
1: it was
0: so funny and the white noise machine i was like tom seriously like we used those when i worked at um when i worked at jmu for like conduct cases like if we were going into a room and having like a conduct conversation so that other people couldn't hear it and i was like tom seriously you're not what like. What are you being so paranoid about? What the fuck are you saying? That's so right. bad for her you're to not hear.
2: Selling government secrets. You're just hello saying on repeat and painting yourself as the victim. Right. It's not fucking look- Watergate, bro.
0: Like right. you're not you saying anything like that.
2: Your conversation to know that it's all just a bunch of bullshit. Exactly. And then back to the vile files when he says that he offered Ariana three point one million dollars mm. for her portion of the house. But then on the after show, my nigga, you sitting here talking about you're moving a thousand dollars here, five hundred mm-hmm. here from your bank accounts. So mm-hmm. do you have you had to tour because mm-hmm. Ariana hasn't paid her portion of the bills in eight months? So you got this three point one that you offered her, or you was gonna pay a monopoly cash because what the fuck?
0: Mm-hmm. The math, math ain't math <laughs> at all, it's not. It's just not. But that's that's the kind of stuff though. It's like you say oh. this over here, but it's very clearly over here that the shit doesn't make any fucking sense, and so. You got to figure it out, Tom, like keep your life straight.
2: Yeah. 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 It's just to it's the fact sense. of Ariana not paying bills. Like what,
0: how? But as she explains in the after show. Okay. Fair. She said that they used to have a joint account. That they both put money into and the bills came out of it, which makes sense. I know a lot of people that do that, but then when they, um, refinance their home, which typically results in like a lower mortgage payment that mm-hmm. then everything was just coming out of Tom's account, which I don't which know I that I would do that, was, but whatever.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Right. I don't know. But either way, I guess the way that they just set it up, it made sense for it to come out of his account at that time. And like, mm-hmm. I get it. Like you could just give people money. Cause like Derek yeah. and I do that. We just like, I've been mo you for this bill. You've been me for this bill, like whatever. But when she said that he hadn't given her specific amounts and after she had found out she had been overpaying the mortgage she's like fuck that i'm not giving you any money until you show me what i actually owe which i think
1: is valid
2: yeah no 1000% had i like had i found out that i was overpaying and that's what like you when it comes to money man you really have to trust people because mm-hmm. people could really just fuck you over so if i found out that i was overpaying my half of the bills i would be irate
1: 100 100%. like you're
2: not getting shit from me until i get a notarized document saying Mm -hmm. what you owe
0: or even like a screenshot from the company of this is the bill exactly this is how it would split between the two of us like i just don't understand why he can't do that yeah he's gonna sit here and fake struggle moving around money when uh-huh. you don't have to, but you just don't want to do the one thing that it would take for you to do right. to have her help pay the bills. Yeah. Or hell, send it through Anne. Send an email. I don't know. But like...
2: Literally anything else other than expecting her to trust your word.
0: hmm <laughs> It's just dumb. And then one thing before we move on to Sheena, because mm-hmm. I feel like the Sheena of it all is going to be interesting. So when James goes to Tom's birthday party at the end of this episode... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tom and him are, like, trying to chat. Well, first of all, Allie's like, fuck Tom. I'm not going in there. Love like, that. you, can, you can pop by for a second. But, like, I like Ariana and I'm not doing that. Love her. She's a true ride or die. She's probably a Taurus. I don't know what Allie is. But that feels like real Taurus energy. Or maybe <laughs> cancer energy. I don't know. Um, But then when T- or when James goes in after he's, like, I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. And is like trying to talk to Tom, but Tom just seems so preoccupied with like literally everybody else that's there. But James, even though he had just texted James to invite him, like, I I don't understand. I don't understand that, but whatever. And then when they go to sit down and James is like, you didn't reach out to me. You didn't apologize to me. I just need an apology from you and we could be cool again. And Tom was like, well but when you did that shit with Kristen and James is like, that was 10 years ago. And Tom's like, that wasn't 10 years ago. And then again, the Bravo (laughs) editors are like, 2013, 10 years ago, this conversation is happening. It's just so insane. It is literally so insane that Tom can't even just say, I am sorry for what I did with Raquel. I didn't consider your feelings. That was all that he had to say.
2: Literally. That was it. it. And after... as that conversation's wrapping up and James is walking away, for him to call him a narcissist, you know what Carl would call that? A projection. That Mm. friend is a projection. Like, what in the actual
1: fuck? Mm
0: -hmm. Between him and Lala, I don't know who's worse this season. Like, she is, like, movie screen level projecting her situation on other people.
2: Yeah. But at least she's doing it. You know,
0: I'm always going to defend Lala. It's
2: so bad. But, like, (laughs) if she's doing it, because out of a place of like true concern
0: no i get it i totally get it but like your situation is not not everyone else's situation exactly and just like in the after show when she was like you know when it was me and Rand, i got the fuck out with ocean okay yes you have a child
2: i've said also you had no rights to that house so it's nothing to leave yes
0: and that makes sense for you to leave like you know what exactly you didn't have a financial claim and for james out of the ones sitting there her sheena and um james for him to be the one to say but that's ariana's house she also owns it like for her or him to be the one to point that out like duh la la like come on just quit being so like i wouldn't do that bitch please
2: as Ariana has said, and I feel like this is going to continue to ring true throughout this season, the devil needs no more advocates.
1: Uh-uh.
0: So
2: let's stop playing the fence. Let's stop talking exactly. for the benefit of the doubt. And let's just keep it moving. Right. One last thing though about James. Oh Wait, yeah. Said, James is number one guy energy for always. always. It's great. I love in it. In his confessional, when he said Tom's party is a who's who. Yes. Because you're looking around like, who the fuck are
1: you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I fucking died. I was like, (laughs) you and the one liners. They're so
3: good.
0: So great. So good. But also, I agreed because I was like, we don't know who any of these people are. And like, for one, for him to even think that he had enough people to want to come to a birthday party. And then when he was like, oh, yeah, it's just going to be 12 people and they'll be gone by midnight. Like, okay, Tom, sure. But it's my band. And my manager Literally. and my yeah. vocal coach, and time, yeah, right. And then randomly Tom Schwartz and James for like ten minutes,
2: right. And that's probably because they like didn't have the option, because of to her. not
0: yeah. right. And, and then for cool. him to say like, well Ariana's invited too. The fuck? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Delusional me? he is. So delusional, extremely. That's wild. Jesus, he probably would have tried to fuck invite Rachel if she was there.
2: Oh, most definitely.
0: Absolutely. Oh my god! Absolutely. I just Absolutely. I can't. Okay, so yes, so we'll end this episode piece talking about
1: Sheena. Mm-hmm. What, what are oh, your Sheena. thoughts about Sheena?
2: My thoughts are, I don't know why. So on Kristen Doty's podcast, one of the things she said about Sheena was like, you know, we should all just really love and respect Sheena that she just always puts herself out there and she always is going to do what makes her happy. But what I have to say to Kristen Doty is what about what makes us happy? Right. Like, what would make us as viewers happy is to never fucking hear Sheena try to attempt to sing. I don't give a fuck if it's emo night where she could sit there and scream into the mic. It would make us happy to never, ever, ever have to hear Sheena song singing in the studio. Like all of that just exit our know. existence. That would make I us
0: agree. Happy. I agree. And it was yeah. so funny, y'all, when we were watching this episode in real time. I sent my mom and Jalen a voice memo and I was like, again, a fucking game, She's making us listen to this. Why? Why? Just stop it. Stop it, Sheena. And I had even forgotten about the whole other song that she did. Me too. And that season, was that season eight with um Max? Yeah.
1: Is that no, right. Oh,
0: I don't remember their names. I just remember what they looked like, but I didn't remember Brett. who was who. But like, honestly, the song I didn't think was that bad. It was just the music video that I was kind of like, this is a little much <laughs> cool. Sheena. And that might have been that might have been when the whole like she did softcore porn thing came out. Uh, that might have been when it happened, Got it but, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen that episode in a while. But anyways, the whole like, I'm going to rockify this song that's totally ripping off Demi Lovato because Demi Lovato has been doing that because, yeah, because Demi has now transitioned into being more of like a rock alternative artist as opposed to like poppy slash a little Mm R&B. So Demi has gone back and re-recorded a lot of her earlier stuff in like the screamo emo way. And I was like, okay, Sheena.
1: Wonderful. We
0: still don't even have an original thought, but
1: whatever. yeah, that's totally, yeah. Fine. that's totally fine.
0: Um, but then later on, when we're at home with her and talking about yeah. how she has postpartum OCD, because I didn't realize it was postpartum OCD, I thought it was just general OCD that she got diagnosed with. Mm. But when she is talking about that and how Brock is like constantly trying to pressure her to get back to normal. I was like, Brock, you need to shut the fuck up because you are not winning any Data of the year awards right now, my guy.
2: No, seriously. Um, it was, I don't know. I don't know if we, if production made it, I don't, maybe Brock's not the greatest communicator, Because at the end of that scene, when he was like, and this is why I wanted to talk about it, because we need to talk about it. I don't know if how he started off that conversation by being like, I've been asking for this for months. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that just came off. I don't know if that's what he meant to say, or if he meant to say it the way that it came off.
0: Yeah.
2: It definitely came off like, I don't give a fuck about your OCD. Mm -hmm. Something's going to be fine. Like, Mm -hmm. it's okay, Brock. We know that you have two kids over in Australia that you clearly don't give a fuck about because you haven't seen them in God knows how long. The mm-hmm. was first and then her first after a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. So she is 1000% validated in her fucking feelings. On her second
0: marriage also. On, on
2: her say. So it's just, there's a lot of anxiety that goes into that. And so, mm-hmm. like, you should just be supportive. You guys got to do a lot of shit, like him saying mm-hmm. for the baby. They were like a juggernaut a couple of couple that you just got shit done. That's great, but like now that you're in a different space, and for the sake of your fucking wife and newborn, like let mm-hmm. her figure it the fuck out and just take a backseat for now. Just chill, right?
0: Because it. also, like Sheena, if we've known anything about this show, she rides hard. For the dudes that she is with regardless of whether or not they like deserve it. And so she's just I just don't even understand why she even why she even has to go through someone like Brock questioning her feelings or feeling like. I don't need to have these feelings because my husband is annoyed by them. I just, I did not like it whatsoever. And it felt to me like there was this level of unwillingness on his behalf to understand what she was like mentally going through. And uh, I don't fucking like that. I don't like it. And again, she has written so hard for you through the rumors, or not rumors, but like through the like everyone knowing that you hadn't seen your kids in years and through the whole, like you had a domestic assault charge, like she had done everything to support you. So you need to shut the fuck up and support her. That's all that you need to do in this situation. That's it. Literally, Literally it. It's not like you have a real job. Like. And that's just get over it.
2: Like when they were in the studio and Brock was like, you know, I love this version of my wife. She's right. made in the spotlight. It made me start thinking about what you said. Rachel said, I'm morally corrupt. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, Brock. It's really giving like you were a predator for someone mm-hmm. like who was in this type of industry so that you didn't have to work. Yeah. That you could get a green card or a visa, yep. whichever one it's called. A green so card. You could live the life that you're now living. Right. It's giving cringe.
0: It is. It's giving like the bad, like partners on 90 Day Fiance who just want to live in the States. Yeah, that's what it's giving me. Exactly. And I don't think that that's what it actually is, but that's just how you're coming across right now. And it could just be that you're a dumb man and you don't understand women and you need to maybe go to couples therapy so that someone can help you all communicate with each other. That totally could be what it is, but you're just not doing any fucking favors for yourself right now, Brock. You're just not.
3: At
2: all. And I would be very interested to know like the interworkings of his relationship with Erica.
0: Mm, yeah, because they seem I, like they have a lot of tension yeah, still.
2: Right. Because there was another season when Summer was first born. What that was mm-hmm. season nine, the shakes yeah. CPR. And we saw them have a little tiff. I feel like, or like into mm-hmm. the comments about Erica, maybe yeah. Erica some comments about him. Yeah. Like, do we approve of Brock? Cause, like, I just can't imagine marrying someone who my mom was not cool Mm -mm. or like the way that they go at each other. It doesn't Mm -hmm. like this healthy family in law
0: drama. No. Yeah. And I think, too, we have all been very fortunate to not have any in law drama like me, you, and Alana. Yeah. Because it, mm -mm. some of my friends and their relationships, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you put up with that. It couldn't be me. Yeah. Wow. Lots. Lots and lots of drama. And so, yeah, it just couldn't be me. But yes, I do wonder. And maybe Brock will get better over the course of seeing anything. I mean, obviously, by the end of that scene, like, everything looked like it was fine. But I was like, for me to be feeling badly for Sheena, that says a lot. Yeah. Because she doesn't do a lot to earn my sympathy
1: most of the time. <laughs> and okay.
0: then the funny part of it was, so Tori walks in, their family friend, and I'm like, is Tori the one that's going to be going after Katie and Schwartz?
2: I think so. Because I Liz, did not
0: realize that.
2: Dick with pink hair. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah
0: I think I be- that's hilarious to me. I can't wait to see that because wow. I can't imagine anybody saying Schwartz is a viable option to date at this point.
1: No. at
0: all just it's not even it's just not even no Mm no not even I think the only thing from the after show that I wanted to touch on was when Tom was like talking about Ariana wanting to spend quality with him before they broke up and he was like you know I just really want to do shrooms with her and she just didn't want to do them with me and I was really upset by that I was like are we serious Tom Like what the fuck? It hurt your feelings that your girlfriend didn't want to do drugs with you. It's true. Like, (laughs) oh
2: my god! I don't know. I really question his mental. His mental. It's. I know Tom in that like in earlier seasons of vpr like tom could always be extra
1: Mm -hmm. but
2: i'm like has has being in the limelight really gotten to your head this much or is Mm -hmm. this you always were and like you just kept it buried because you didn't feel like you could back it up because you weren't at the status of having two bars and being on a hit show and like i don't who he is right now is scary
1: it's Mm -hmm. really scary
2: if I was his family, I would be truly concerned. Like I would be looking at him like Rachel's family's looking at her like, "Bitch, we need to get you to a fucking
0: clinic. Mm-hmm.
2: You need to unpack some shit,
0: yeah, you do. And I can't remember what I was listening to. maybe I think it was watch what crap and they were like, "You know what? Tom, Maybe should just like gone away for a little bit mm, like yeah. gone away out of the limelight for like a couple of years and then maybe tried to come back after the fact, yeah having demonstrated growth and then maybe people would just like leave him alone yeah but he just can't stomach that because he's a narcissist and his ego won't take it
2: exactly and i think speaking on the growth topic if we're done with the after show because i don't think i had any big thoughts about it either but in the vile files i thought that was interesting when Mm -hmm. Tom was trying to say that he's grown so much and then I don't know who this is. is his name Nick Bile?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know who he is, but I was like, <laughs> he's asking the tough questions because he, well. is. he had grown so much. He was like, how? Right. Like, well, how have I grown? Mm-hmm. I, mean, uh, I mean, you know, like, you know, just, you know, I mean, I don't even know what to say, but like, you know. And it's like, no, Tom, we no, don't. we don't know, we, actually. Said, we have not put together a subject and a predicate, not once. Mm-mm. So no. <laughs>
3: Mm-mm. Well, we
2: don't
0: know. on that note about Nick. So here's the thing. I hate Nick, again. Okay. As and I've know, heard I've people said this hate this him. So He's annoying probably, to me. I don't,
1: okay, got He's it. He's
0: annoying as fuck. He was, the ba- he was on The Bachelorette. He's Bachelor, whatever. He now mm-hmm. gets all these interviews with people that we talked about before. And the thing about him that annoys me is that him, much like... Who is that man, Howie Mandel,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: that interviewed Sandoval? Yeah. If
0: you haven't actually watched Vanderpump Rules, if you don't actually understand all the inner workings of the situation, I'm either going to need you to get to that point before you start interviewing people from this show. Yeah. Or just don't take the interview, which I know you're not going to do because obviously it brought in a lot of ratings and a lot of dollars for you. I get it. But you can't even go in as much as you could because you don't have all the information now. Would I want to interview Tom Sandoval? No, because I probably couldn't keep my shit together long enough to not like just come at him consistently. But at the same time, like I need y'all to do the fucking work. I just need you to do the work. Mm-hmm. Watch the show. It's all available on Peacock. Figure the if fuck he, out.
2: Yeah, he he is watching it, but he's it's just watching like,
0: it, but he hasn't watched. Right, it.
2: right. Um, but I think it was probably easy for them because I'm assuming. They're alluding to the fact that Nick was also on this season of um, Special, Special Forces. Forces.
0: Yeah, they talked about it before. I don't remember
2: like... which one Nick was clearly. Oh, no, I do. Do I? I don't remember what he looked like. I think Nick, this guy, Nick, also did La La's podcast right after Special Forces. Uh, I see
1: that.
2: But yeah, I just paid attention to Tom on Special Forces really, and JoJo. Siwa. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: JoJo with the bobo. JoJo with the bobo. But yeah, I thought he did
0: a great job interviewing now yes he did because when he tried to say like the whole like why were you late so again as we talked about last week schwartz and sandoval were supposed to be doing this together but sandoval didn't get there on time and when they get didn't get there on time it's not like 10 minutes late it's not like 20 minutes late it was like he was almost an hour late for this podcast yeah and then when he walks in And Nick is like, why were you late? Not even like asking for an apology or anything. Tom can't give a straight answer. He just goes to, well, when you did my podcast, you were late. And then his girl or his fiance, I think it's Nick's fiance that says it. She's like, no, he texted me at like 645 saying he was already done. And if y'all were supposed to start at 530.
2: The math is mathing there, Tom. Right,
0: right. (laughs) And so he was like, well, no, you were like two hours late, man. And instead of just saying, this is why I was late. It was like, nope, I'm going to just meander all around that to say, I, I just, I don't have to explain myself basically. And I was just like, I can't, I can't. But these two, it was like a real life dumb and dumber.
2: It really was. It really, and there were so many times where Schwartz was trying to like mansplain what Tom meant. And I'm like, Schwartz, Mm -hmm. shut the fuck up. And let him talk
0: for himself.
2: Great. Exactly. Which we found out. You and Raquel seemingly don't know how to speak in public without it going the way that you envisioned it going. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I was listening to Dodie's podcast, Dodie was like, yeah, Tom doesn't need to do anyone's podcast but his own. Mm-hmm. Where he is in mm-hmm. full control of the mm-hmm. conversation, the content, Yeah, him just having to answer these questions off the top of the dome ain't his strong suit.
0: But also none of the questions that he's been asked were like things you couldn't have anticipated being asked. You know what I mean? It's not like someone asked you something that was just like wild. Like, oh, no one's asked me that yet. Mm-hmm. Everything, you, if you have a good publicist, you should have canned yeah. responses for all of these questions at this point. Like we are almost a year out from when this shit broke. You should know how to do this by now.
2: Let's not blame the publicist because his publicist is probably a good publicist.
0: <laughs> but Tom?
2: Is just fucking reckless. Tom, Tom is going rogue. That's what he should have named his podcast. Yeah. Tom goes rogue because Tom just doesn't give a fuck. He like, mm. like Nick was saying in this podcast, I think, and I agree with him. He was saying, I think you think that you are right. Like, I think you truly believe the shit that you're saying. And that's mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. So like, even if someone were giving him advice, it could be God himself coming down and saying, Tom, the sky is blue. Tom would still be like, well, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. The clouds are white, like sometimes blue, but then like, what about when it's pink, man? Like, I'm just, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he just, he does. He's just, this podcast did him a huge disservice. Mm-hmm. Very embarrassing. And like you saying, yeah. the fact that we're 10 months out and you still haven't seemed to grasp an understanding of the gravity of this situation
3: mm-hmm.
0: is
2: really concerning. Yeah.
0: Well, and then to say that Ariana keeps talking about it. So he has to keep talking about it. No, she's not. She did the call her daddy interview. She has not said anything else about the situation. I don't think since then.
2: I am so glad you said that because I was literally going to be like, I'm going to ask destiny. How many podcasts Ariana has gone on to talk about the situation? Cause all I can think about is call her daddy. Now she yeah. might have gone on to Sheena's. Sure, so, I could like, see that. Maybe a couple weeks. Like, it was fresh, fresh then. Right. Um, and that's her best friend. But, like, Tom, you had... This is all... This is all consuming to you. Mm-hmm. But Ariana's not keeping this shit going. It's no. It's like me and fucking destiny. Because you know what? Bitch. She deserves it. And exactly you what you're getting, you know?
0: And also, you are giving us stuff to still talk about. Like, you still, Hello? to this day, cannot acknowledge... What you actually did was wrong. Oh. Rachel, at least, can even do that at this point. Right. And, like, you aren't with her anymore. You still are talking about this stuff. You still won't let Ariana sell the house. You still are like, in shambles around this bar. Your band still sucks. Like, i don't I don't <laughs> know what else you want to happen for us to quit talking about it. But, like, also, now that season eleven is back on, It's just going to ramp the fuck up because we know that you still haven't changed. You're doing real-time interviews demonstrating that you haven't changed. So sir, until you stop, it's not going to stop.
2: not going to stop. And you know what? In listening to Dodie's podcast, she had one of her friends on, he has a podcast called up and Adam or some shit. And like he's Mm -hmm. good friends with them or whatever. He made a good point. They made a good point. And it was like, we, what, why this is so monumental? Because yes, people cheat. People cheat on their spouses of years, and there's kids involved, and more things than just one house in fucking Valley Village. And some but, pets. And some pets, right? Which Tom probably doesn't even give a fuck about. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Um, <laughs> what is so huge about this is he, like he was saying, we grew up watching VPR. So like we have seen them evolve from like young adults to actual adults. And for a lot of us, we were going through those same life transitions. So like, yes, even though you guys were on our TV screen, you all very much feel like family for those of us who have been there since season one, episode one. And Sheena's getting cussed out by Brandy and then walks into Sir, you know, like for us, this is more than just a TV show and tom as someone who always is you know calling people out talking about you got to give everything you got to give everything every every part of your life is, has to be open for the audience to see man that's what we're doing but now that we're doing that shit you got a problem with it mm-hmm. but what, what makes this so bad it's not that you cheated tom it's ariana ariana is a fucking goddess
1: mm-hmm.
2: ariana is not like Kristen, who mm-hmm. also was cheating on you right Ariana is not like Stasi, who for the very much of her existence on the show was a bully yep Ariana is not like Lala who came in guns a-blazing you know very inconsistent talking mm-hmm. shit about people getting in physical physical altercations with people Ariana mm-hmm. came onto this show as graceful as fucking could be hmm. she was there for you one million percent you mm-hmm. got in an argument about you trying to be the narcissist that you are and mm-hmm. infringe on her book deal, which. Mm-hmm. You
1: mm-hmm. In-
2: but any other anything else, Ariana fucking rode for you. Mm-hmm. Ariana is nice to people. Mm-hmm. Ariana does not fucking cause drama. Mm-hmm. So we as the audience, look at Ariana like she deserves the fucking world. So yeah, we may not have looked at it like that with Stassi. So when she got cheated on, it was like, oh, well, Stacy's kind of a bitch, whatever. Same thing with Kristen. Oh, well, she, she was a bitch and she was also cheating on you. So like, okay, you're kind of valid. Same with Lala. Like Lala, you talk mad shit about people like, oh, well, you got cheated on. Oh, well. Ariana though was a saint.
0: Well, you, and in addition to that, not only did we look at them in those ways, but also we weren't as invested in their relationships. With Stofsky getting cheated on by Jax, we saw them together as an actual couple for one episode precisely before they broke up. Just one episode. One episode of season one. And then in episode two, they broke up. So and we it, didn't see it.
2: And, and even the same in episode was- one, it was already toxic.
0: Right, right. You
2: all were the quintessential couple.
0: And have been Or almost, I mean, since basically season three to season 10, seven fucking seasons of television and multiple years of television, obviously. But like, yeah, we're going to be upset that you have cheated on her in a way like this. Because also what you forget to point out in the situation is you had a seven months long affair with one of the people she considered her best friend, regardless of how Rachel felt about it. She considered Rachel to be one of her best friends. You did it for seven months. It wasn't like Kristen when her and Jax had sex twice. It wasn't right. like Jax cheating on Saucy with random people that she didn't know. Even right. when Jax cheated on Brittany with Faith. Granted, we don't know how many times that actually happened, but like, whatever. We're friends. That Either. was Faith. And yeah. they're now married and have a kid. So like, we work past that. And Jax got a lot of heat for that as well. However, mm-hmm. Jax has already done shit like that. So... We believed it of him. You had I, built up years of a clean record since the last time you had cheated, so we thought it was done. We believed that she didn't believe about Miami girl. I mean, it's just, duh, not Tom. Right Have duh.
2: You not, had you not worked so fucking hard to self-produce, mm-hmm. you painted yourself as self-righteous. You so played much. Tom Sandoval on a pedestal above mm-hmm. everyone else. You mm-hmm. were the fucking authority on right and wrong for everyone else's fucking life everyone Mm -hmm. else's relationship so now that we're coming at you this is a result of your fucking actions Mm -hmm. that's why we're still coming for you because you still don't fucking get it right you might be tired of us coming for you we're not tom we're not so strap up buddy it's not in the meantime fucking soon
0: and if you would just change or at least pretend to change it would stop Right. But you are so egotistical that you can't see that.
2: Yeah. And that's just like in the file files back to that podcast when he was like, well, one thing I learned was that um, I would never cheat like that again. And then he was like, well, what do you mean? And he was like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, when you say cheat like that, it makes it seem like you're going to go do the J- the jacks form of cheating, sleep mm-hmm. around with random people that bitches don't know. Right. Like you're saying you're not going to cheat period again or you're right. just like cheat with your partner's best friend again like no, he
0: said what he meant
2: he said what he meant 1000 percent. and it's mm-hmm. shit like that tom
0: mm-hmm.
2: shit like that
0: you just keep digging yourself yeah. further and further He's and you're giving about. us stuff to talk about because otherwise outside oh. of this episode if you weren't out and about in the media i would have nothing to say other than what was recorded months ago
2: exactly in 2023, in 2023. right and there might be an argument to be like well that was in 2023. But now that was that long ago,
0: Tom. There's it's it's just yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Mm -mm. No, no. But yes, that interview was insane. Just like the whole like Schwartz trying to consistently take up for him. which I'm like, Schwartz, you were so mad at him before he got here. Like, just let him talk for himself. Quit trying to like, because then he always wants to say we're not a package deal. We're two separate people. But when you do stuff like this consistently. That's why people feel like y'all are a package deal. And you yeah. all have branded yourselves that way. You have multiple businesses together. You, you have two a are a package network. deal together. Yeah. Like
1: yeah. you're
0: together. You are intertwined and you're just mad that you hitched yourself to the wrong dude. That's right. all that it is.
2: Um, of all, he brought money into your home. Into oh. your
0: house.
2: <laughs> Ooh, that alone, that. my nigga, we would not was be terrible.
0: <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Mm. And you crazy. ruined my marriage, essentially.
2: One thousand percent. But Schwartz allowed him to do that. So. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But that's so crazy. Schwartz stops giving him so much power. It's that we're gonna continue to see him fuck shit up for you.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And then I would say the only things that came out of morally corrupt that I felt were super pertinent were one, one of the podcast hosts went to see Ariana in Chicago on Broadway, said she was excellent and i was like hey. yes we love to fucking see it they were like no she can like legit sing and it's like really? what can she not do what
3: can I mean, ariana not really? fucking do
0: cleaner room but other than that <laughs> <laughs> other than that she's so talented um and then they were also talking about lala being just like so aggressive with how she's trying to like help ariana navigate the situation and i was like here's the thing at the end of the day ariana does not seem to need help she seems very, like, in tune with her decision-making. She understands why she's doing what she's doing, and they agree that she is projecting her situation, which I get. Like, Lala went through a lot of really fucked up shit with Randall. I understand that. Oh, and that was one thing earlier I didn't mention, too, in mm-hmm. terms of, like, not caring as much about cheating scandals. We didn't get to see a ton of Lala and Rand together. That also, And so I can't develop as much care for your situation because I didn't see all of it. And the way you got into it wasn't great either. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, I think Lala is, I don't, and again, I don't, I don't want to say that she's jealous, but it just feels like that. Like that is how she is coming across right now it is. is that you are mad that people care more about what happened with Ariana, then people cared about what happened with you, and your situation got overshadowed. And you keep trying to like make things about you and your situation, and they're just not the same,
2: right? And I and that's okay, right? They're not the same; they're completely different. I think people would have the same level of empathy for Lala if we knew more, but there's so Mm -hmm. much that, like, even after Randall scandal came out on Lala's podcast, she was like, "That was like one percent of what's happening." So it's like. There's right. so much that we still don't know about mm-hmm. Randall and who he really is, the the depths of his deception in Hollywood and how he was treating people. Mm-hmm. That we, it's like, you know, we only know so much, and even Lala is cryptic about things, and I think she has to be for the sake sure. of the battle. But yeah,
0: right. There's so. only so much that we can yeah. that we can care. So right, right. yeah. I'm I hopeful will- that we get to a better place because I know that today, like. They're all still friends. Yeah. So I'm hopeful that Ariana, and I don't know if shit's going to come out though because of the things that she's seeing mm-hmm. Lala say that yeah. she didn't know about.
2: Right, right. So maybe
0: they're cool right now because right. she doesn't know. Right. I don't know. I don't know.
2: You know, Kristen made a good point, which I didn't realize Kristen and Lala are not friends. Do we know No, oh, I do not know that. No. Okay. I was wondering, maybe see if you can figure out why. But <laughs> what... She was saying is like, she was like, just so you all know, like everyone knows Lala and I are not friends. So obviously I'm not standing up for her. And I was like, oh, okay interesting. But she was like, she truly thinks that there was at the end of the day, this is a show. There has to be a villain. So who better to paint as the villain by being empathetic than Lala? So she feels like just the whole situation about Lala trying to tell Ariana, like, why would you call the cops? if Tom is having a party at his house, like it is his house, he can do that. Kristen was like, I can totally just see Lala knows that she has to perform. And she was like, I even feel like Ariana knows Lala has to perform because at the end of the day, this is a job. And so it's like, we're going to agree on this truce that you're performing Mm -hmm. for the job.
0: Well, and like Rachel said, Mm -hmm. as long as everybody is on that same page, that'll work. Right, you yep. just got to make sure everyone's on that same page. But also, right, right. I don't understand why we have to have multiple villains. It can just be standable. Oh, exactly. We can just all hate him. Like right. those seasons when we hated Jack, we yeah. just hated Jax. And that was fine. That was perfectly fine. And yeah. Jax could take it also, which is the thing that I think is great about him as a reality TV show character, is that even though Jax got upset and was like funky on the show, he could take the hate. Yeah. And maybe it's just because he was used to getting it. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. But like, he played a villain so well. So well. Yep. Mostly because he couldn't help himself. But now that he doesn't have, like, Tom doesn't have to hide behind, he's
1: exposed.
2: Yep. Exactly. And then another thing for Love and What Else Matters on Kristen's podcast, she talked about the situation with Pump. So she was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's what Lisa's saying has happened, and then there's what the owner is saying happened, Ooh. and those stories do not align. And I was I like, mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But she didn't break it down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Well, that's a waste. Like, why even bring it up then? Right. Stupid. Um, on La Podcast, nothing really relevant. She just played a live from when she had Vicky and Tamara on. Mm-hmm. her live shows because this past week there were like major storms in LA, Mm. so and it was like shit. Like San Diego got flooded, for example, it was crazy. Did you hear about Mm. that? Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. One of my boss, one of my bosses was one of my VPs is going down there. Her flight got canceled on Sunday uh, because of the storms. Yeah,
1: wild.
2: Yeah, Rachel, she's still talking to therapists about you know how she was an idiot on national television and trying (laughs) to help people understand why she acted that way. Now, on Anne's podcast, we signed an NDA. I love mm-hmm. that. Super cute. There wasn't a whole lot to, like, get from it, like I said, because she was still working for Tom during the first one, and, there's, yeah. and the girl is still working for whoever she's working for, so they're trying to bring in an attorney to see to what extent they can talk about certain things. Uh, I feel like
0: they should have done that before the show, but whatever.
2: You know? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Um, but I could see that show having a lot of potential. Oh Um, yeah. And they asked her, like, you know, how was it, you know, to have to, you know, play referee between Tom and Ariana when it came to Mm the party scene? And she was like, it was so fucking awkward. It was great. Her personality is really funny. It kind of she reminds me of I don't know the chick's name from Crazy Rich Asians. Is it the best friend?
0: I haven't watched that in so long
2: dang and she's a very prominent Asian actress but I can't think of Aquafina yes her mm,
1: mm-hmm. thank you
2: that yeah. is her personality reminds me of her. oh okay well yeah love so you'll love, love it her. you'll love it when you start okay. yeah so but yeah that's all I have for um podcast related content
0: Yeah. Other than IG or in IG related content, the only thing that I saw was that Rachel was recently in a runway show for a designer. Really? Yeah. She looked good. I will say
1: she's still rocking her short little bob, but she looked good. Good. Mm -hmm. You don't like the bob? You know, I just feel like she maybe needs like a
0: lob. I feel like the short hair with her short face, it just is not great. And maybe it's just because of how she styles it, but I think if she had like a little longer of hair, it would look better. Also, just because she's so tall, like Rachel, to me is either the type of person that needs like a pixie cut, mm-hmm. or she needs like longer hair for her like face structure. I think it's
1: cute. I think her I face mean, doesn't look really bad. Cool for her body.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel like her face is very—it's
0: f- very round. Very round.
2: Yeah. Um, but I love that one post <laughs> that said Schwartz Karma is being 40 plus years old and begging Sandoval on national television to care about him and their business partnership the same way Katie mm-hmm. had to beg him to care about her mm. marriage partnership. I was like, damn. Yes. Wonder if Schwartz has seen yes. that. That is big fucking facts. I'm, right sure,
0: he I'm sure he has. Love that. I'm sure he has. And that was one piece on the vile files that like when he didn't want to get into the whole Katie and his breakup, but like he called her judgmental and said that that was a compliment. I was like, are you kidding, Tom? Like, what the fuck, bro? Also, I feel like your all's breakup was like, you know, as as amicable as it could be. So like, just say, because again, you should be used to answering those questions. Just say, this is what happened. And like,
1: it doesn't have to
0: be... Go ahead.
2: You said right. that you weren't going to talk about it. So shut the fuck up and move on. Right.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But also it didn't have to be anything other than just like we were at an impasse in our relationship. And right. And that's what it was. That's all yep. I have to say. That's it. Yep. Now, granted, Nick is the type that would try to dig into that. But that at that point, he could have said, like you said, I don't want to say any more than that. Right. And he respected that. But yeah. then you kept bringing it up. Yeah. He's just so dumb. But I haven't seen any other Instagram related things um, that like I really stuck seen, out to me.
2: We haven't seen a lot of Katie yet. Um, but I think it's funny that Kylie Kardashian cut her hair like Katie, or maybe just she? she did.
0: You said Kylie yeah. Kardashian.
2: Oh, what's that girl's name? Kylie Jenner. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am fucking weak.
2: I mean, she does oh. she has basically changed her whole essence to look like the Kardashians, correct? Yeah. Kendall's the only
0: true Jenner, still.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, and the boys, Brody yeah. and Bert, Bruce, and oh wait, not Bruce, um, no,
0: Brody and um what are their names? What are the other ones' names? Bert, Brandon,
2: Bert. Brandon, Brandon, and Bert, and I think there might be one more. But there's whatever.
0: a Bert, Bert, there's a Bert, yeah, Jenner. there's a Bert. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know one, Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just so many B names.
2: So, yes, that's why I was like Bruce, but I was like, wait, no, Bruce was the dad. Um, just kidding.
1: Yeah. I yeah. knew what meant. It's okay. Thanks. Appreciate
0: it.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, anything else
0: Vanderpump related?
2: I don't think so. Not that okay. I'm
0: I know that was a little bit of a journey, friends, but we made it to the end of that part. So yay for us. And then for other current content that we're watching, okay, we've got Southern Hospitality. We've got Traitors season two, because Jalen caught up on <laughs> that. Take a shout about it. So what are your thoughts? Cause I know, but when you texted me, you were like, oh my God, all these people from big brother. I'm like, so excited. Where, where's your head?
1: Yes. Out
2: okay. All the people from big brother. Also CT and Johnny bananas, even though Johnny yes. Man- I voted out like fucking night one. I was like, oh, yeah, I know. Oh, I hate that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but Johnny bananas, show. he's also a part of the, the ringer reality feed. And so he has a podcast where he's bringing on different people that have gotten banished. And talking oh, with him about each episode, so you can listen to him.
2: So cute! I love that. I'll mm-hmm. have to. I'll have to. No, I love Traders. I think I didn't realize that Traders has won an Emmy. Whoever came. Oh, up, I didn't either. Yeah, yeah, I heard that on uh, the radio, when I was listening to Pandora, like a ad or whatever. Yeah. I was, whoever came up, or maybe they're Emmy
0: nominated. I don't know. Whoever mm. came
2: up with this idea, though, fucking golden.
1: Well, I it's the Dutch.
0: It's a Dutch-based show. That they have now adapted to the US, but there's also like a UK version. I think there's like an Australian version. But it's literally just like mafia. Like, did you ever play mafia when you were in school? No, you said that last time before I had like, what
2: the fuck is mafia?
0: Well, it's basically it's basically this, just with like not as much like stuff, but essentially, like, you know, you have the people who are the mafia. And they kill somebody during each round of the game. And then you like wake up and there's like a narrator who tells like the people that are playing the game, like who's been killed. And then everybody has to figure out like who the mafia people are and try to get them out of the game. And if they don't during each round, they then get to kill another person and so on and so forth. Now they can't recruit people and stuff. Like all those extra elements are definitely what make the show the show. But it's essentially a game that like I played a lot as a child. Okay. and so it's just okay. crazy to see it like in real time on a show but yeah. it's great I love it
2: and you didn't watch season one correct
0: no I still have not Mm-mm.
2: are you gonna go back and watch it
0: yeah eventually
2: oh okay well yeah season one I really liked I think okay. I liked season one because they picked all the traders at mm-hmm. once. I don't know how I felt about them only picking two this time and then oh. getting the options so soon to recruit somebody. Because mm-hmm. they still got to recruit someone in season one, but it wasn't until much, much later.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so
2: that was kind of weird. And I think yeah. the dynamic because of that was just very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sad that Dan is gone because Dan <laughs> and Janelle. Dan mm-hmm. and Janelle are big brother-like... Wow, legend, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. fucking
2: fullest. Um, so I hated that, but I knew once they caught on to Dan because that's how he played in Big Brother.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Very quiet, very like just likes to gather information, and it's, yeah, you kind of have to be out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't the game for him, and I, I hate that he came out of retirement for that and like fucked up whatever record he's got going for himself. But mm. yeah. um, it was great this past week though. Poverty? I'm over her. Is that- Mm -hmm. Poverty? Yeah,
0: Poverty. Poverty. Hmm? Poverty. There's an R R in there. You sound like the people up there now.
2: (laughs) Poverty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over her.
0: Yeah, same. Same. Her and her fucking headbands. I can't.
2: I really wanted Peter to be banished, though. I'm so-
0: I know! And, like, you didn't even watch him as The Bachelor, but I fucking hated him. I hated him so much i didn't really like him when he was on the bachelorette then yeah. he became the bachelor i was like i'm so over this man yeah. and now and it's just like she was saying like i just want to like see him have that fucking like smug smirk wiped off his face i just can't but i was pissed that's why i was pissed at dan because i was like dan Harvarding called out this trap and you literally yeah. still were like fuck that i don't care i'm gonna walk into it and instead of and now that i'm reflecting i was like that should have been the moment that y'all chose to kill peter and not Bergie. You should have just said, let's get the fuck. Like, because we could see the ringleader already.
2: But Peter was the one who told them the lie. Right. So kill him. Parvati was like, okay. Yeah, because
1: Parvati knew what's up.
2: But had they shot their shot. And I mean, it could have,
0: it could have. It could have, but I think killing Peter would have made more sense then because then he would be on
2: be gone for sure but then also Phaedra knew like Phaedra you had that y'all just had that conversation before y'all went out today for, for the day to do y'all's little mission or whatever mm-hmm. that the seven of y'all were gonna stick together mm-hmm. granted CT was included in that seven but mm-hmm. I could have told y'all CT wasn't going to lie
3: mm-hmm. there. and, and I knew
2: when CT the was there that he gone. was
0: gonna go still tell the other group I knew it from yes. the second that yep. he was sitting there because he
2: didn't say yep. shit yep exactly mm-hmm. yeah. so that's really annoying but I hope but then also, like, obviously, I don't really care about poverty. Like, she can be banished, whatever. I really mm-hmm. want... Um, I hope they I hope they decided to murder Trishel
1: because mm-hmm. Trishel
2: was the only one smart enough
1: mm-hmm. to do the bit
2: Dan mm-hmm. left about Phaedra. Exactly. You know, at the end of the day, I'm writing for the Black people. So I hope, Always. I hope Phaedra is able to make it to the end.
0: I do, too. I want it to be Phaedra because I just... Like, the way that she has been on the show, I was okay. like, I just... Love I missed this Phaedra like I missed it so much, and she's so funny. And just like Dan was saying, like she has so many relationships, and like people will never name her. Yeah, I and will so, say
2: this cast. I feel like they casted season two way more intentional than they did season. Yeah,
0: one. yeah.
2: People who had pre-existing relationships, whether those be good mm-hmm. or bad.
3: Um,
2: and this group is way more like hip to the game than the mm-hmm. first, which makes sense, I guess. Right. But you could just see the stark difference for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, and especially because they've already probably seen the season.
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. So
0: they yeah, but I'm also I'm interested to see who they're gonna kill because I agree. I think that it should be Trishel, but I think In my mind, I would also go for someone random because Mm -hmm. then I think that they think like, oh, it's not because in my mind, like if it wasn't Trichelle, then you could put enough on someone in that group to potentially be a traitor, like Mm -hmm. in that little five, some or five or whatever they call themselves. Yeah. Because like if someone, if that, if no one in that group got killed, But someone random got killed, like MJ, for example, then you could say, well, how the fuck do I know it's not one of y'all? Y'all are over here meeting in secret and shit all the time and scheming. How do we know that you're not a traitor? And you're protecting your people to the end. Yeah. So that's how I would play it. I would probably just kill somebody random. But I think, yes, gameplay wise, because I also feel like Trishel, that could maybe throw her off the scent enough
2: hmm yeah it could they killed
0: a random person
2: and trichelle also doesn't have as much um i don't think she her relationship is as strong with that group of five even though she's a part of the group peter is the leader so if peter were to be gone i don't think they would be like okay trichelle's the next leader
1: you know that's fair
0: right i could see that yeah i could see that that's a good point but i'm also like why the fuck are we just listening to the men
1: Hello? Like the men
0: have not led us like in the right direction at all. The only person and like even they did at points, like Peter, yes, Dan and Farberty thinking they were traders, great, great instinct. And even Michael Jordan's son, son, Marcus, 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 he was on he was on a good path too, then got him Enough. all the way early. So like there were moments when the men were doing what they were supposed to, but then the men got full of themselves and Yeah. Then just takes turns. But yeah, Peter's fucking lucky. Yeah, he's so annoying. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I'm obsessed with
1: the show. I love it. Yeah, I can't wait to see how it wins. But I'm
2: also super obsessed with Southern Hospitality and next week is the season finale.
0: I
1: know,
2: I didn't
0: realize that. I was like, dang. Uh,
2: There better be a fucking reunion this time.
0: I hope so, because I think Summer House is getting ready to come on, which is why I think Southern Hospitality is ending. Yeah. But yeah. I just okay, so what are your overall thoughts from this past week?
2: A southern hospitality. Mm-hmm. Lucia and Bradley make me want to vomit. <laughs> I, don't
0: I don't see it for them either. It's just it doesn't weird. feel like right.
2: Well no if is trying to stay relevant now since that she doesn't work at Republic anymore. I so can like see that. part of the cast in some way, shape or form. Yeah. It, Giving gross, and then like she made the comment that Bradley's putting in so much effort, and she likes that. And I'm like, whatever is he putting in? Maybe we don't.
1: it Maybe, but I don't
2: see it. We don't
1: see it, and like, what's
0: happening? Because it's not like the flip side of that with me and her, dude, where he's driving from Charlotte like every fucking right. weekend or whatever. But he also he's giving me like love really- bomber vibes. I don't like it when he was like. I could see being with you forever. Like my guy, it's been months. Like, what are you talking about? That's creepy.
2: I wrote, he was giving me Craigslist killer vibes.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Something's off with him. Something's not right. Mm I don't
0: like it. I don't like
1: it. Yeah.
0: I just, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not about it. And this whole like Trevor Maddie situation, obviously like we know that he is a liar, but like for him to have gone to the effort of calling this girl, recording him and the girl talking and what? her saying, I didn't want to participate in the setup. And I just don't understand why Maddie is so desperate to believe him.
2: And then do we really think that Bradley would, like... No! Like, what? I know in the last episode, prior to this one, Maddie was like, I'm Maddie fucking Reese, but like, Maddie,
1: Mm-mm. just like
2: saying I'm Maddie fucking Reese, just like James, I'm I'm James motherfucking Kennedy, that doesn't make you somebody. Mm-mm. I'm not saying that in a harsh way, because I love Maddie. Mm-hmm. I don't think these people care enough about your personal life to try to set you up. It's just,
1: that's a
0: lot. It is. And for that, just because you called out Brad potentially getting his dick sucked in an alley when like he and the girl he was with at the time, they already broke up. Like, why would he still be mad about that? I honestly forgot that even happened. Right. Coming into the season. So like, I don't really care. And also if he was like, okay, and.
2: Right. And then also, even if they did set them up, regardless what about the videos from her phone right her grabbing his nutsack and him Mm -hmm. shaking his ass whether Mm -hmm. it was whether it could be perceived as playful or not you have a girlfriend that you Mm -hmm. supposedly are madly in love with and Mm she's fucking playing so that behavior with anyone outside of your partner is inappropriate
0: yeah you can't set somebody up and if they fall in the trap they fall in the trap regardless of whether or not they were set up like that's still in him yeah, and so I just I yeah I don't understand it. And then when Joe Bradley and Maddie are so annoyed about Emmy getting a promotion, like get the fuck out of here! Like
1: what? What?
2: Why is that? This is why I need a reunion. Because did Emmy really only work two shifts and then she gets this promotion? Like I really want to know the the intricacies of the promotion because how production has cut this shit. It mm-hmm. does like Emmy did the bare minimum, and now she's the fucking AGM and I think you can go to college not saying you got to but I'm just like like Maddie was saying what do you know about being an assistant general manager
0: well here's the thing I think it depends on how much of that job is like task related versus like managing people related yeah like what does all that look like because one I will say based on like Leva and Leah's conversation it seems like Even though Emmy filled in for Maddie twice, yes, she has been consistently showing up and doing well and like better than she was before for like months and months and months. So it wasn't just like, oh, I just randomly cherry picked you right now based on these this summer. Like, no, you have been proving yourself. Leva, if we know anything about Leva, that bitch don't play about business. So I don't believe that she's going to like randomly make somebody an assistant general manager if they haven't been doing what they were supposed to be doing. She fired Lucia for drinking on the job after she has worked with this bitch for seven fucking years, knowing she is a single parent. Uh Uh-uh. She's not just going to do that. And nor is anyone else going to co-sign that for her. So respectfully, get the fuck over it. If you all wanted to be promoted, do better. That's all I can say about the situation is just do better. And Maddie, you haven't even been there fucking half the time. So like, how do you know?
2: L-O-fucking-L. I love when she says that. I think that's (laughs) (laughs) LOL Joe Bradley.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're just they're just haters. It's all that it really is. And then I loved when Will was able to like perfectly read like what they were saying to each other from across the bar.
1: Uh And I
0: felt bad for Emmy because like she can't even just be happy for herself because she's got all these people shit talking her again for no fucking reason.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: just yeah, wish the girl well and hope that she proves herself and if not we know that Leva won't keep her in the job
2: exactly so i hope i really hope we get a reunion so we can dig a little deeper
0: but i know i would love it i would love it because you know it may maybe like siesta key we're like you know the first season we didn't get one
2: Mm, yeah but then you know later
0: on we did because like for eden for summer house i don't think that we got a reunion after the first couple of seasons and now we get one after every season so maybe it's like that i think it could be i'm hopeful have you ever watched have you started trying to watch summer house
2: i have not but i can put that on the list because i just finished um raising canaan that season wrapped Mm
1: -hmm.
2: soho is or sun and charm hospitality is about to be over Mm -hmm. and and traders i don't it won't be wrapping anytime soon but yeah i need another show to put into the rotation
0: so yes well summer house coming out i thought that was coming out this week i thought so too but maybe it's out until March I don't know because like on Netflix they haven't said like in the thingy-majigger you know like this is when but I could have sworn I saw something on Facebook that said like this is when the first half is coming out and the second half is coming out so but maybe because of the writer's strike they
1: had to push it back Mm, that's fair And the actor's strike I forgot about that so I don't know I don't yeah. know, but I'm excited to see
2: it because and love is blind next week. Can't wait to start
0: that! Yes. Oh okay. my god, so yeah, we'll have to talk about that. And you also want to know, and I wonder when it's coming back selling the OC. When is that coming on?
2: The OC. Oh, selling the
0: OC, yeah, that
2: you yeah, know, the boot. Well, move. you
0: know, I just need to watch Alex Hall and Tyler break up. I just want to see that because I think that's gonna be super uh, funny. Yeah, yeah, oh my goodness. Okay. Well, any other topics to chat about today from you, pal?
2: Nope. That's it.
0: Okay. Savage AF moment for this week of VPR. Ally saying she wanted to do Schwartz's birth chart because she feels like he needs direction. That shit (laughs) was hilarious. (laughs) hilarious
2: Ali is just all the way around winning because I'm going to also give my Savage AF moment to Ali for staying in the car and not feeling pressured by James, production, whoever to go in and play nice with Tom Sandoval because she has a relationship, loyalty, allegiance to Ariana I
0: just love it yeah. And then, too, at the end where Jane's like, I'm pissed at Tom, so I'm going to pee on his bush. And she's like, it's his bush, really too. too.
1: So fucking adorable. I just love, love it.
0: I love it. But love she's that. also probably just so used to him doing shit like that yeah. that she's just like, well, okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and
0: then white privilege moment for this episode. Basically just Tom Sandoval's existence. But I would also <laughs> say him speaking about the drugs equal adventure and like if I can't do drugs with my partner then basically I don't want to be with them like I just I can't like again one shrimps I'm pretty sure are illegal so the fact that you even openly are talking about wanting to do them with your partner on the show just we couldn't do that over here we just couldn't do that
2: same z's um my white privilege moment um and had it been anyone other than Ariana I would talk about how terrible it is but (laughs) Being able to flippantly discuss calling the cops um, on a party at your own house and just knowing that all the cops are going to do is come and tell people they have to leave. Um, That's very white privilege of you. Mm -hmm. But you, if anyone, Ariana, should be fucking dancing in a field of lilies in your white privilege, girl. So (laughs) do it. (laughs) You fucking do it. (laughs) Right,
0: because you know, she also knows, as she says, I think in season nine, that she understands that not everyone has the same relationship with the police that yes. white people do. And because she knew that the bulk of the people at that party were white people, she knew she could do it and it wouldn't be an yeah. issue.
2: So thoughtful white privilege. coined <laughs> <should laughs> that term.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. Okay. Well, that is it for this week, friends. We will be back next week with our thoughts on episode three. And again, everything else in the reality verse that we're into right now. So obviously, we're going to still be talking traders. We're going to talk Southern Hospitality finale. We'll also probably talk Love is Blind because... Yay, it starts.
2: Also, I thought you just called that the reality verse. Yeah. it's not. I didn't coin that term. Oh, I was about to say, did you just come up with that bitch? Because we need to call that shit too. No, I did
0: not. Okay, I've heard other people talk about it, unfortunately. But yes, yes. So we're going to talk about everything that we're watching right now. So until then, you can find us at Savage Reality Podcast on Instagram. DM us if you have questions or email us at realityforsavages at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help the people find us. You know, this upcoming week is Valentine's Day. And if you want to show us a little love, you could give us a great review and recommendation because we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Stay tuned and we will see you next week. Bye, sister. Peace. Peace.